I'm Shane Wilson. Brian Copney, Mike Frost. And we're trying not to get sued. All right, so it's been a while since we recorded, but we all got work. We've got Brian that he has work tonight, so there's going to be one voice shy on the podcast tonight. But we've got a guy on tonight that I've been trying to get on for a few weeks, and his name's Archie, and he's from the Kind Thieves. And I'm going to let him kind of tell you what he's got going on. Shane, I'm glad to be here. Got a nice little setup in here, and uh, enjoy your decorations you have here. <laughs> Uh, I'm here to drink the rest of this Russell's. <laughs> Do you yeah, like the Mortal uh, Kombat decoration there? All ooh. the rest of them fell down, but the Mortal Kombat one's still up. During the Mortal Kombat, it fell down? Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Kick fucking, what was the other, what was the autograph? I think it got? was Brian and Scott knocked them down, wasn't it? Oh. Whenever they... <laughs> No, that that was outside in the garage when we were doing yeah. that. No, I don't Kung know what. Kung in the garage. I don't know what fucking knocked it down in here. It might have been a fucking ghost or some shit. We are in a basement. We yeah, exactly. what's happened down here. And that fucking, fucking homeless doll's probably haunted. <laughs> homeless haunted doll. <laughs> Dude, did I tell you about uh, whenever uh, he went and got her? Hmm. And then, you know, I didn't know he went and got her. But I, did, I made that Facebook page and everything with her in it. But I didn't know, and I come down here to set up all this new stuff when we got it. Yeah. And she was in my chair. What? I like had a heart Who's attack. Who the fuck fucking in chair? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was oh, say. I see how she's homeless now. She's got a sign. <laughs> Her shoes are shredded. <laughs> Not going to lie. I need $50 for a fast charger. Yeah. Oh. You know what? That is an authentic... Beckley homeless person sign that. Oh my up. goodness! It's picked up. I believe it. Who the fuck gave you that? Shane Steins? No, Brian. Oh. Brian found it. Come on, y'all. I need a fast charger. I need fifty bucks. <laughs> I need my charge. Uh. Dude, I remember that doll. We were laughing at that shit outside that day. God damn. She's got a Facebook page. Yeah. The doll. Yeah. Narcan Her Nancy. name's Narcan Nancy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nanny. <laughs> So, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Right, you're good, man. You, you, you done. You, well, I see if you've done tricked me into coming to this basement. Yeah, I yeah, feel man, like it's giving a, an episode of the new episodes of Saul. I have to say, it <laughs> was by uh, Disney Channel. It was easy. It was oh, easy to get you here. God damn it! I drove here right here. <laughs> Just to think. But what do you? Uh, what do you got going on? As far as your oh hell, I I've been honky tonking around. For a you know, couple of years now, playing around with Kind Thieves, and most recently our, our big gig is coming up in June, beginning of June. It's the uh, Mountain Music Fest. We're going to be on the same bill as Les Claypool. Oh shit! Yeah, like that's cool. It's like Fuck we're yeah. like two acts away from him, and it's like wow, like it's really escalated into that. But those people at Mountain Music Fest have really, you know, taken care of us and. We have a good time on the mountain up there. Props to them at Ace. Do you know what's the exact date on that? Do you know? I think it's June 1st. No, no, that's not right. I can look at my calendar real quick. The first weekend of June. It'd be, we play on June the 3rd. And that's Mountain Fest? Mountain Music Fest in Minden, West Virginia. All kinds of cool acts. Like, you guys ever heard of uh, Andy Frasco? No, he's, a, he's a fucking trip man he, we uh played a show in Asheville some time ago 
we played downstairs and they played upstairs at the Asheville, Asheville Music Hall. I walk upstairs and he's standing on top of the piano with his shoes off, like just like humping the air, going, uh, "Come on, everybody with me!" Uh, and everybody starts uh, with him, and then he's like, "I love mushrooms. Who's got some mushrooms?" <laughs> And then mushrooms start flying onto the stage, and he's just picking them up, eating them. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, my God. That's the one way to get some. Jesus well, Christ. Did, did you know that's... I don't know. That doesn't sound like a strategy to live long. <laughs> <laughs> Check him out. He's a very positive person. Is he? Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> it, man. But, you know, he's he's playing same night. Uh, it's a good time. I mean, I'll, I think, like, when I sit back and I listen to your guys' band, like, I think every one of you guys are, like, the most talented musicians that can be possibly put in a group. But I just can't get into it. it that's probably, you know me from school. Yeah, I, I totally if I, get that. I, I, don't, I listen to nothing but hateful goddamn shit 24-7. If it ain't hateful, I don't fucking listen to it. <laughs> I mean, they got one song. They got uh, three songs that I enjoyed. I liked uh, Dear Mary. Yeah. And I don't know if you know it, but Mary's for everybody. Oh, yeah. That bitch for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not everybody. Some some people they go crazy. She's in a lot of pockets. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well ask. If it, right. If you never ask, you'll never get it. I don't know, man. I'm really picky over fucking music anymore. Like, I don't even listen to anything new. Like, it's really not a all. good representation of like what the band is. What's on like if you go listen to the albums. Yeah. And you go see us live, and it's like this whole other. Fucking well, I've thing. seen you guys play live, and you guys are excellent. Pit Plains now. I've seen you guys like I think twice, maybe. Oh, I think yeah. twice. And this was back when you guys first, like, I think. Were we still bluegrass in it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard that you guys started off as bluegrass. Yeah. yeah it was very, you know, bluegrassy. And, like. We started off three shitheads in Fosters. Yeah, that's where I seen you guys at the first time, I think, was in Fosters. And my thing was, it's like. I just never been one of them dudes that was into that shit. Like blue, I remember my dad be like sitting down, and I'd be listening to nothing but like fucking Slipknot and Slayer in the fucking my bedroom. And I come out, and Dad's like, "Well, Michael, here, listen to this." And he plays bluegrass. I'm like, "God damn!" I said, "Turn that shit the fuck off," <laughs> you know. And, and it's just it never resonated with me that. I can listen to some country, but it has to be outlaw country. That's what I'm doing. It's you like know? that's what Archibald Johnson is. Yeah. And it has to be outlaw country. It can't be that poppy bullshit that they pass off as But wait, there country. is a there's a, a fine line between mm-hmm. pop country and outlaw country though. Because you'll find out that like there's a lot of pop country bands that try to sneak into the outlaw, outlaw. country genre because they know they want to try to tap well i can't i can't they're not genuine so fuck them yeah (laughs) they're not genuine like i mean florida georgia line really tries to be outlawed well i mean it's just like i don't know and they're definitely pop i just uh this even even you realize but it's even metal it's even the metal genre i don't listen to anymore because it's just like fake as hell god dude it's just trash man i can't think of a band that has came out Besides Ghost, that has impressed me. But Ghost is just a carbon copy of any band that came out of the 70s or 80s. Just a replication of what's yeah, been they successful. Just, they just put Satan in their shit, uh, imagery, <laughs> and they got huge. I mean, seriously, you could take probably any band that came out of the 70s and 80s. Same way Christian bands but, make it. Yeah. Well, it's about <laughs> like it. It's like Christian. But whenever you're talking about Satan, it's the whole, you can get a whole group of 
fuck my parents in it. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, of course. And they get, have to buy it for their kids. Yeah. yeah you yeah. get a whole group of, like, I hate a whole you, generation of fuck my parents if you're talking about Satan. I mean, Manson did it. Ghost is doing it. You yeah. Know, you, you can build a good career off of Faking you know, that old genre. Satan worshiper. I remember. Or we a went, real one. I mean, I, I don't. You're corny until you're not. I remember. <laughs> I remember one time when we went to first go see Ghost. It was me and my buddy Cody, and we went to go see him. And there was this band that opened up for him, King Dude. Now this dude is a genuine, <laughs> genuine Satanist. This dude believes in Satan and all that bullshit. So we're sitting there, and this dude's playing an acoustic guitar, and all his songs are acoustic, and it's all about Satan. And me and Cody and a couple other dudes start heckling this motherfucker, like just <laughs> screaming at him, King Dude, yeah, he'll Satan, yeah. So, like, people's getting pissed that are there to see him. Oh, yeah, and, real fans. Yeah, yeah. Fans. So they're getting, getting pissed off. Yeah, they're, they're getting pissed off of me and Cody and the rest of us. So we get in an argument with this guy, and he, he literally says, he's like, he's like he's a true Lucifer, Luciferian or whatever. And I said, yeah, okay, buddy, whatever. And he's like, you guys are weakened Satanists. <laughs> <laughs> I about fucking died. I was like, what the fuck Listen, is a like, week I, I know what that is. <laughs> you went there not really about worshiping the devil. Oh, god damn. It's just all fucking hoax. God. <laughs> Poser. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, whatever, dude. I about died. I about fell on the fucking floor crying laughing at this dude and he got so fucking mad. But it's just like, I don't know, like Bring Me the Horizon. thought they were going to be the greatest band in the world when they first came out. I thought they were going to be amazing. And then they started, went, they went to pop. And I was just like, dude, it's fucking trash. It's fucking trash. So what do you think about Billy Strings? I've never listened to him. Yeah. He's, not, he's bluegrass. Yeah. But he hits the distortion pedal and bangs his head and he's like, authentic. So but he's not. Have, he's still not a metal guy. Is it like right? But is it like six string or banjos? That he's it's six string. There's it. a banjo and he's got a mandolin and an upright bass. It's it's bluegrass to its the best bluegrass. Then it, it goes into the spacey, you know, trippy jam world into the metal world, all using these, you know, just all oh, dudes on a journey. He's he's ah, a bad he's a bad man. motherfucker, man. He's he just check that shit out. And he records all of his live shows get put out, you know, yeah, just like they do. And he plays so much, and and it's crazy how bands like we went to Winston Salem and played the Red Daisy Festival, and it's Doc Watson's hundredth birthday. I don't know if you Doc Watson is like blind guitar player from back in the day, but he was. It's like his hundredth birthday party, and he had a he was playing a show there. Two nights sold out. He was playing Which, a show there at a hundred. No, Billy Strings. Oh, okay. I was going to say, God damn, man. No, That's impressive. But, <laughs> but it's floated off, too. I thought you were talking about the 100-year-old. Yeah, well, it's his birthday party that they're celebrating. And then uh, Billy Strings is playing. He yeah. sold, had a, you know two sold-out nights. Of He has a fucking show, dude. Right. And running across the stage, fucking Guns N' Roses style, bluegrass. But check it out if you got I'll a little bit. I'll check it out. It's interesting. Billy uh, Strings. So, we, yeah, I'll yeah. Check it out. Like, we basically, like, ride that coattail, like, where the people are going to be and show up and, like, they're in the same vibe as, like, we are. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Like, where, where's this dude from, the Billy Strings? Michigan. Is he? 
He's a bad little motherfucker. I never listen to any of this stuff. It's like uh, if it ain't somebody like I grew up listening to that put out a new album. Like, <laughs> have you listened to any Metallica? Never would. God damn! You see, you're beating this dead horse. I had Is to it good? I had to go back further in rock and roll history. Like, it's bad, ain't it? Classic rock into the blues. All the hits, like all the songs that are good, are fucking excellent. Mm. All the songs that are, eh, are horrible. horrible. It, yeah. it is like I was like waiting so. And that's bad how I it. feel about a lot of Slipknot shit. Slipknot's hitting me. It's like, like his last album that came out was absolute shit. The last album before that was absolute shit. Like I haven't liked an album they've done since. Was it All Hope Is Gone? I mean, all the way through, like All Hope Is Gone was like, I thought they were getting back to their form. Dude, I can't tell you the last time I listened to a Slipknot album, far as like. But when I listen to them, when I listen to them, it's always their first two records. It's either fucking self-titled or Iowa, and it's never anything else, unless I just want to hear a couple tracks off that record, you know, that I like. But and it's like that with most bands, dude. That first album takes me back. Oh, that first album so that first album so eighth grade like God, that album was so fucking raw. God damn, it was like the fucking one of the best fucking recordings ever. The best thing I can tell people about like Slipknot in that era is when I got to see them. Yeah, right. Fucking wild as shit. And it was they suck. They were terrible. Oh yeah, because they were too busy beating the fuck out of each other on stage. That was a vibe, huh? There's a perfect there's a perfect explanation for why they suck though. Like ten seconds into the show, one of the guys runs around the stage and puts his head through the fucking snare drum. <laughs> there's no fuck there's no snare. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a perfectly good reason why they sounded like shit. I tell you one band mm. that was good in the beginning, they sucked in the middle, and they're really good at the end right now is corn. Like they sucked they're in good the middle. right now. Oh god, dude! Like their last three records since Head came back, fucking phenomenal. Their last, their last album that we, we went to go see them last March, right? Yeah, it was during good. that album. That Maybe album was fucking too, man. god, man. I've never been disappointed every time I go see them. Never. I've only seen them twice. Once was at an Ozfest, and then the time I went, I've seen them several mm-hmm. times, and I've never seen them suck. Now I have seen bands that have sucked live, and I've seen them when they're good. Rob Zombie's one of them. Rob Zombie's horrible, dude. I've been like lucky. he's just like uh, sometimes he's great. He's just snacked, and then sometimes it's horrible. <laughs> Every time I've seen him, he's been awesome. Oh, the Rob Zombie thing, and Marilyn Manson is too. Sometimes he's great, and other times he's horrible. Like I just, I was not impressed the first time I seen Marilyn Manson. I was not. I was just like, dude, the first time I seen him, he like he was fingering girls. <laughs> And I was like 16, you know what I mean? And he's fingering a girl that's playing the piano. And then they start Sweet Dreams, and he's got this fucking tub on the stage with him. And he dips that fucking mic in that tub and shoves it in either the pussy or the ass, one or the other, and sings Sweet Dreams out of her ass or pussy. Hmm. Okay. On stage. Like, he just inserted mic. And sung Sweet Dreams. This is new information to me. <laughs> yeah, it was... That's artistic. Yeah, and see, at the time, it was his girlfriend, and she was some kind of porn star or something. Uh, yeah. I don't know who it was, but the girl that he was doing all that to was his girlfriend. But... Now he has to career. You know, at 16 years old, I was like, fuck. 
Yeah. Well, that's how it is with most of them bands that we listen to growing up, man. You see them on TV and she didn't go see them live and your mind would be blown. And now there's nobody that I've seen blow my mind except Ghost. And I don't mm. really say it so much as like blown my mind, but like at least made it out of whatever this whole <clears throat> genre of metal that it's going through right now. It's, it's horrible. The last act to do that to me to like blow my mind was probably Garth Brooks. I, I believe that Garth Brooks is bad dude, man. Say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> that concert was fucking you amazing, right. dude. I'm nah. just being honest. How with long you. was that concert? Hours. It went on. And I tell you what, he did too. Like, uh, <laughs> like in Tim McGraw didn't have, fuck Tim McGraw. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah. Why was he opening it up for him? No, fuck no. Tim McGraw ain't gonna open up for. Oh. Garth Brooks are both too big for that shit. I don't know, man. I think Garth Brooks probably bigger than Tim McGraw. He is McGraw. bigger than Tim yeah, McGraw. No doubt. But Tim McGraw was still too big to be opening for somebody. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So uh, I went and seen Tim McGraw, and this motherfucker didn't do he didn't do Indian Outlaw, which I understand because all this PC shit. He don't yeah. get canceled or what the fuck ever. <laughs> Native American Outlaw. <laughs> 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 hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> so so he didn't do that and he didn't do don't take the girl oh don't write that's write. the one that I didn't understand I didn't do I'd cry if he didn't I, I, well, I would cry if he didn't and I cried that he didn't both ways you know yeah, I, that song I changed the lyrics to that to I don't rape the girl yes <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, she did <laughs> even when you're talking to God <laughs> so but anyway huh. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm just wondering. You know, about God being a rapist right now. And, and, uh, and oh, this is how Jesus was born. That's how Jesus. Oh, yeah. Jesus. oh my God, we're getting all right. Bad. Anyways, going bad. down a rabbit hole. <laughs> right. I don't think. I don't think God's a rapist. I don't. But anyway, so we'll go back hmm. to how did Garth Brooks and Tim McGraw lead us to this? Are you saying something about? I don't, Garth don't Brooks the is God. Yeah. <laughs> just here just on earth he's the earthly god yeah anybody that can sing like that I mean Tim McGraw is going to open up for a whole uh, G. Okay. Brooks so what Garth Brooks will do <laughs> is like he'll do his set what he planned and then after that he goes and takes a break for a few minutes comes back out so if you ever get to go see Garth Brooks and there's a he's getting older now of course right but if you ever get a chance to go see him and there's a Garth Brooks song, no matter how old it is, that you like. <clears throat> got it in his pocket. Take a sign and write it and hold it up. Because he will come back out after his show is done and sing every song <laughs> that somebody holds up that's one of his. Really? Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it takes 30 minutes or three hours. Because that concert, it was just him. And we were in there for like three and a half hours, and it's just that dude performing and singing. I've seen John Mayer doing like such a thing hours. in his like solo thing he's doing right now. Except mm. this this girl had like a she had like a a sign held up says a secret mystery song or whatever that had pick a song like one two or three, and he picked you know one two or three, and then there was a song under that, and he had he, he was like okay I'll do it because you're creative and cool. But, you know, yeah, that's really cool how people can do that with thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Dude, I can't. Yeah, I could sit and study all night tonight 
and not be able to sing one song without fucking No shit, man. Dude, I envy that. Whenever I watch them just come out and and belt song after song. Uh And he didn't, as far as I know, he didn't have any help, you know, and he come out there and, and it's his songs, but still. Teleprompters are fucking real, <laughs> and like Garth Brooks, he has got he's got a guy on his head. He's like, yeah, yeah, pull that shit up on Google. Well, I didn't know it until like this last time we went and seen corn that Jonathan Davis uses one. Everybody uses it. Yeah, I, they would have to. Like you guys are like tearing down a big part of the mystery for me right now. I mean, we don't yeah. we don't we don't have set lists. We don't have anything. We just walk out and jam do, out, do something. Yeah. But it, see, man, like, uh, like when we talked earlier, we're on the same page with that. That's what I do with this. We're not playing the Grammys. Well, <laughs> but people too, they're always like, man, well, what are you going to talk about tonight? Like I, I was asked that today. Whenever I was talking about, yeah, I got a guy from the Kind Thieves coming on. It's going to be real cool and this and that. Like, what are you going to talk about? I don't know. Yet. Who knows what it'll come into? Because if you let it go, it could Dude, turn into some crazy shit. We've went through some rabbit holes on this oh, podcast. Man. Like it's just sometimes it starts out. We all we're going to talk about this and this and that. And then it turns yeah. into we started on COVID nineteen one night and ended up like talking about aliens from other. Oh yeah, yeah. Shit. Brian's just putting his hands up. That makes total <laughs> sense. <laughs> Or, you know, Mike Tyson or somebody was like, everybody's got a plan to get punched punch in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I don't know. I've been researching things like hermetic principles and like Hermes Trismodiscus and things like that and, and, and the search for the truth and what is the difference between the truth and the infinite possibilities of falsehood that... Are you going like firmament direction mm, well i mean it's all connected really like yeah like all these different teachings from different places in the earth from different times see man i can get on board with a lot of shit <clears throat> like and i'm pretty open-minded and i like to to review everything and uh you know not just close off an argument because it's what i've heard my whole life that mm-hmm. kind of deal but whenever they start talking about going through the ocean to get to outer space, stuff like that. Oh, when flat, they're talking about the no. firmament, firmament and not being able to escape the firmament. I and, see. You know. I don't think it's like that. I, right. think, I think the earth is round or a sphere, you know, obviously. And, you know, that's not the way it works in the vacuum of space. Yeah. I think. What so do I know? Are you like going down an infinite possibility type? Of okay, thing? so check this out. There is the truth. There's you have a truth. We have a different truth. You know, that's, your truth, my. Truth. It's an opinion, really. It's not. It's it's subjective truth, and but there is the truth that happens to us, and it filters through our sensory perceptions, and then through our trauma, it also gets filtered, and then we react to it. Right in our own way. Yeah, because uh, and I and I agree with that. I think that has to do with just life experience. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and I think that it's this might sound weird, but I think it's easier to go through new trauma if you've had old trauma. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Better equipped to dealing with it, right? Yeah, like somebody that is fresh and has never lost something or desensitized. It. Mm-hmm. 
uh, whenever they truly lose something that's valuable to them, it's going to fuck them up for a while. Just like it did the first time you did. You know, that's kind of where I'm at with my truth and your truth is it just depends on the truth of your past, man. But the point of the thing is there is the truth. There's one truth that's basically the light that gets reflected back into your, you know, the light and the sound, the vibrations that are the trauma that goes into your life and your soul. And it's like, that's the truth. And it gets filtered and it turned into the infinite possibilities of falsehoods that, you know, could, you know, I could manipulate it and tell you what I think the truth is. But the truth is, I can't tell you the truth. Neither can you. Because it filters through your shit. That makes sense? Yeah, like the, the real truth can never be reached because it goes through the filter of your mind. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you experience it, but you don't get a chance to actually tell someone about it accurately yeah yeah i'm you, with you but like that's fucking <clears throat> you know that's some that's some indica shit man it starts there <laughs> yeah yeah it starts there and it's like well you know what is freedom and how do you love something okay. or someone so you know? i thought of this one time uh i'm gonna change gears just a little bit mm-hmm but with evolution. Okay, so do you think that the most optimal time for anything to procreate would be as late as possible in their life? No, there's definitely a sweet spot that you don't know about. Okay, but listen. This is what I'm getting at. So, uh, say evolution is a thing where Everything you've experienced in life, you pass on to the next generation to make them stronger from your experiences, whether it's uh, a darker skin color because of the, you know, you're in the sun a lot. Degenerative, too. Yeah, it could be, yeah, it could go the other way. That's, you know, yeah. So, what would be the most (laughs) optimal time Mm. to reproduce evolutionary? 33. (laughs) (laughs) He knows. Yeah, and that's probably a good number. And it would probably be a different number for us than it would be women. Yeah, women would probably be younger. Yeah, I would say before they suffer all through that trauma. (laughs) (laughs) You motherfucker! I ain't having your goddamn kid. Or if they're really unlucky, or if they're oh, they're really unlucky, they uh, <laughs> they have to deal with other women. It's just like, <sighs> dude, that that relationship's probably really emotional. Yeah, I probably shouldn't say anything like that, but right, it's all good, man. <laughs> Listen, uh, I don't think that uh, we're the only group that's okay to pick on. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I totally, uh, you know, I totally agree with. There's nothing that can actually hurt my feelings because of my white bitch ass privilege but <laughs> like that's the trauma I suffer you know what I'm saying so whatever I have to deal with that you'd be like dude I ain't fucking racist I hate goddamn everybody <laughs> equally don't care if you white black brown blue what? yellow don't is matter. it racist to not like white people I don't know if you're white depends on what you uh, identify as yeah I guess, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah. Maybe just, I won't get into. I don't know, man. I haven't been watching the news here lately. I took a break from the news, so I don't know what the oh, fuck's well, been going on. Oh, well, we can on. talk about Bud Light. Oh, God. Talk about Bud Light. We can talk about... Uh, hey, I'm telling you, man. I went to the liquor... We can talk about cinnamon roll pussy? You want... What? Go ahead. Talk about Bud Light. Okay. <laughs> so they like taking all this shit about fucking Bud Light. Like, everybody's saying they're going to boycott it and shit. Who well, gives a fuck, man? I went to the liquor store today. <laughs> and I seen five people in line with all 30 racks of Bud Light. Yeah, man. And all did? of them work in the coal mines because they all have stripes on and I'm saying to myself, they ain't going to be hurt. No, well, I'll tell you what, like, uh, there was a guy at work today explaining that uh, he said his uh, his buddy drinks Bud Light and he's in his 50s. I went over and talked about it. I asked him, he said, you still going to drink that now that they've uh, put the transgender kid on the can? And he was like, look, I've been drinking this for 30 years. They can make the can shaped like a dick. I'm still going to drink it. Well, I mean, I'll be honest, you man. You like that I, shit? You like it? I, I went over to the beer aisle the other day at work, and I I still haven't seen them. I, they're still the regular Bud Light package. That's interesting to me. You know, it's just all in the media. It's like, look what yeah. we did, but you don't you don't yeah. actually you don't actually see it. I haven't seen it yet. It up. Look, man, it never makes it out here. You know what I'm saying? They're just trying to make you hate a new group of people, man. That's all the media ever is doing. You're right. Mm-hmm. Trying to make us not, some reason to make us not be not be chilled, man. That's all it is. So what are we doing with this? With this podcast? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We should the, probably reverse the role and the talk. The fucking 10 yeah. or 15 people that's listening, we love everybody. Hey, yeah. Oh, we love <laughs> tighten, you so much. Tighten their strings together a little bit, you know get to know the people that listen to you right. everyone somehow how do you do that you gotta be like hey email me at your my website you guys yeah, have a website got, uh, try not to get sued at uh, <clears throat> gmail at outlook we plug it all the time for people to send us stuff you need a damn and website you can also leave uh, you can also leave voicemails on spotify for us oh yeah if you wanna hit us up you can leave comments too but you can, like, you got a question for us or something you want us to talk about, you can leave voicemails on Spotify and I can listen to it. Fancy. I've been working on websites and shit like that, trying to figure out how to take over the world via the internet. Because <laughs> there is, you know. Dude, I think you got beat to it. Well, they've, they've not got, they have a nice path, I'll tell you that. There's a, <laughs> there's a trail. Right. <laughs> there's a trail. So if you want to go to archibaldjohnson.com, you can find content from myself. That what I kind cre- of content we talk? We talking about this? We're uh, talking about music's interdimensional stuff, or are we talking about? No, nah, we're just talking about music and uh, how you can pay me to come see you. It's interesting. <laughs> pay me. So like a booking type of deal? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's the kind of stuff I want you to play. I had some merch going on, but it just like became so much of a hassle to have someone else do all this shit for me. Somewhere else, like with Printify and all that stuff. Yeah, see, Shopify I've had, and shit. You know? I've had a lot of people talk about, like, like make comment. They think this shit's easy, man. You know, like trying to network and trying to get your your brand or something. It is not. It ain't easy. It's a full-time job. Yeah. More than that. Because these people don't sleep. Right. <laughs> 
I don't know. I've, I've been so like rocking and rolling and touring and sleeping on people's couches for the past 10 years. I've met a lot of cool fucking people that just take in musicians. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, they realize the struggle, man. They know it and they've been watching, they've been doing it for years and they know everybody because of it. It's so that's that's like the coolest networking tool ever is like letting people crash on your couch whenever they come through town. And it's just yeah, you don't never know who you let do that, right? You know, like like ten years from you don't know mm-hmm. who you let do that. Mm-hmm. That's like the whole uh, <clears throat> like I watched that. You ever seen that Steve Car Steve that. Harvey clip where you know he gets reintroduced to the uh, to the couple that let him crash at their house and stuff because he was touring like doing comedy and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't know who you're helping. Well, I'll tell you a story. Uh, so, like, you know how like. I won't name drop him. That fucking, he don't care. You remember Murph? He's doing stand-up comedy and mm-hmm. stuff, Yeah, right? I want Murph on here. Okay. Well, anyways, he went to a show. I can't remember if it, it was in Myrtle Beach or what, but I didn't know this, but Chris Rock's got a brother. I didn't know that. But he's got like 12 of them. He might. But anyways, he's a stand-up comedian. Well, you know, one of his buddies where he does all that stand-up comedy and stuff uh, Chris Rock's brother wanted him and his posse to get tattooed. So they told, they introduced him to Murph. So Murph was like, you know, yeah, I'll tattoo Murph him. Good work, bro. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tattoo him. So they go to his house and they're hanging out with Chris Rock's brother, tattooing his whole entourage or whatever. <laughs> and he gets on the phone with Chris Rock, his brother, and was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting tattooed, you know. And Murph got to talk to Chris Rock and shit. Like, That's you cool. never know. You never Yeah, you don't know who people are. But you think that uh, Will Smith should smack the shit out of his brother, too. (laughs) See what it does for his career. (laughs) Yeah. Get famous and shit. God damn, fucking Will Smith. Did you see that special that he released? I still haven't watched it. It was hilarious. It it. is, yeah. And he fucking, he goes in on him, dude. (laughs) Well, it's about time. He kept his mouth shut for what? Almost close to a year. Before he even, like, commented on anything about it. Well, I mean, if you're going to... Man, that's almost on the level of walking up and punching Eminem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to slap Chris Rock in the face... Yeah. You're going to have to deal with the consequences of his excellent writing and opinions. And he's going to fucking blast you, man. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare, like, if I was a rapper or an upcoming rapper, attack that guy at all, because he's going to destroy you, because he's gotten as big as he has for talking as much shit as he has. Like, I don't think his, his newer shit that he's put out in the last 10, 15 years has even been worth a fuck, to be honest. Like, it's not, I don't think it's edgy enough, and, uh, but still... He's got so much political pull. It came came out swinging pretty hard. You know, he can still take you out. Yeah, it's it's like you said, when he came out, this motherfucker was taking down everybody. He didn't give a fuck. And then, like, he came back out. He, like, left for a while after, I think, Proof died. He came back out. And then, since then, I've always thought he was kind of weak compared to what he was in his early That whole Machine Gun Kelly thing, it was just like a whole orchestrated thing I think you know? yeah I think it was to just it, it build was, up publicity yeah, for both and look what it did for Machine Gun Kelly I mean he, he's he, huge he cheated on Megan Fox but you know I mean 
Yeah, he's got like what was it? The last Kill shot was better than Rambo. Obviously, I think. Well, I think it was too, but I think the Marshall Mathers LP two volume two was the last album that I could pick out a handful of tracks and was like, those are really good. Those are really good. Those are really good. Because the prior albums he put out, I was like, man, you know, I wanted him to come out talking shit again. And he, he, you know, he's older. He ain't more tamed down. He ain't talking as much shit, but I don't know. He man. doesn't need to. Man. Nah, he's, he's, he knew what to do. You know I mean? That's the only reason he ever said anything about uh, homosexuals or anything was, to bring it to him. Yeah. And then he's going to field it whenever it comes to him. And then when it comes to him, he's going to fucking perform on stage with Elton John to show you that he's fucking cool with everything. You don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. It is. <laughs> I, mean, he, I remember when that shit happened. With all this shit, and I'm going to show you I'm fucking cool with it. I like that. I remember when he did that shit. Dude's smart, man. Marketing scheme. You ever watch the movie uh, Polly Shore's Dead? No, but I've seen like advertisements and shit for it. I don't know why I thought of it. It's just like the way he. It's it's an interesting movie. You should check it out if you haven't. And uh, but it's about him faking his death, and just how that's how he got back on top because everybody pigeonholed him as the the weasel. Right. <laughs> but uh, Jason Mewes made this, basically saying made the same movie uh, a couple years ago. Has Kevin? It has everybody in it, and it's just like about how Kevin Smith can't earn our uh, Jason Mewes can't play any other character but Jay, right? And he just gets pissed and kills all of Hollywood. I haven't even heard of that one either. I forget what it's called. Now I've heard the Polish Shores Dead one, but I haven't heard that one. Uh, the method, uh, the the method. Dude, after the son-in-law, I don't want to watch anything with Polish Shore in it, oh. or that has anything to do with him. Or oh no, like, and I didn't hate the movie neither. It was just like you're done with Polly. <laughs> this guy's just the same motherfucker every time. Yeah. You know well, saying? you know, a lot of comedians have that. I guess that's good though yeah. too. He's him. He's him. You know, a lot of a lot of comedians play the same role in a, a lot of movies. I mean, look at I mean, Adam Sandler tries to cover up Adam mm-hmm. Sandler, but he, it's he's, always Adam. He, he's that's a running Adam joke Sandler. in that movie. It's like fucking Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I never got about, and I love his movies too. I ain't gonna trip about it. But what I never got about Adam Sandler is whenever, like how he always tried to cast himself as the tough guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, He's I get like, that. You're like you're not. Yeah, like, I get that. But I like I love him as the tough guy though too. Like it's like, funny, it's shit. funny. Yeah, huh? maybe that's why he it's did. Fucking hilarious. You're tough. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Happy Gilmore. You know, oh he's yeah, cast yeah. As the fucking tough guy. Longest yard he's cast as a tough guy, and you're just like, dude, you don't. <laughs> the you water boy. Fit. Water I'm t- boy. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Out of all the comedians that have came out in the last. So many years, man. I think Bill Burr's probably top level, dude. Bill, but Bill Burr's been doing this shit for like thirty yeah, years. Yeah, but he's just now getting like in the last ten years got. Have you bigger. ever seen? Ever heard his rednecks hunting bit, Mm-mm. dude? And this was done in like two thousand, right? And he does a bit about going to war, like all this shit you hear about people talking about. Rednecks can't wait for war. Yeah. Hell. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's fucking Bill Burr in the early 2000s. You know, and they just fucking adapted it 
to their style, but he does a bit about rednecks going hunting with military weapons, <laughs> and dude, it will make you fucking cry. I'll have to look it up. This is like back in the day. Well, it's like if you like pay attention to the Dave Chappelle show, he was a stand-in in a lot of episodes. Uh, a lot of episodes. You just didn't know who Bill he Burr? was. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, you, if you watch it, in certain episodes, he's in it, but you didn't know who he was at the time. But Dave Chappelle knew. He knew he was going to be huge. So you've had him on the show because they've been See, friends. See, but that goes to show you how long, how long you got to stab at that shit. Huh? Yeah. Bill Burr mm-hmm. might have helped Dave Chappelle at some point. Yeah. And then, you know, that's why he got the little thing. But So, like, uh, Polly Shore's dead. Polly Shore wrote it and directed it, and he, he funded the whole thing. Yeah. Because nobody in Hollywood fuck with him. Right. Because, because of what I'm saying. Yeah. Basically. And, uh, Typecast. So, so his fuck you, I'm going to make my own movie. And he called in all of his favors and, you know, Charlie Sheen's in the movie. And, like, all everybody who's anybody that knows Polly. Apparently, Polly's mom owned one of the comedy clubs in L.A. or something like that. And he was just, like, some squirrely-ass kid running around and all the comics, you know, fucking with him his whole life. So... Imagine they love that. the dude. Imagine that, that, and you know. Yeah, man. There's something different about uh, <laughs> twisted that guy. <laughs> well, see, there's something different about. Well, I'm going through it right now. I've got uh, like what you're talking about, seeing a little kid that's running around, and he's like, "All right, they're adults now." There has been four going through the company that I work for. Kids that right. that were they're boys that were friends with my oldest son that are now have worked or are working for the company that I work for now because I'm like give them a fucking shot because they were kids you know but you just think about them differently so that's probably a lot of what's going on with Polly Shore with uh, comedy with the uh, people helping him out because mm-hmm. they remember him when he was a kid yeah and he just called in his favors and just like and we'll say like. In the movie, he kills himself, and like at first, everybody's talking shit about him because like, yeah, fuck Polly Shore because you know, <laughs> obviously. And then he dies, and he's like, oh, Polly Shore was a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and then like he like gets found out, and everybody's like, fuck Polly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, and it's just like a, a whole bunch of cameo spots where they just have the guy in a room, and they're just talking about Polly Shore, like no Char- Charlie okay, Sheen or so, whoever who's who in Hollywood. So did he? Did he? He wrote all the the shit. So to, he, like the faking his death thing was was written into the movie. Yeah, it's a total movie, and he I wrote the whole you. thing. He had all the actors saying, you know, he wrote all the lines for the actors, you know. So it's it's kind of interesting, and it's very I don't know. He he nails it. He made his own movie. It sucked. It's a B movie. B movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll probably check it out though. Yeah, it's on, yeah. it's on YouTube for free. <laughs> so, I love YouTube movies. They're they're great. They're all over the place now. Yeah, they are. Dad watches the fuck out of them, man. Man, I tell you what though, like, uh, I'm getting ready to call and cancel my cable because we just don't use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do I, it. I don't want yeah, to. I'm have that. to. I mean, I'm not <clears throat> like I got to keep the internet, obviously. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But uh, cable. We yeah, what's the point? It. I mean, there's nothing it's like boomer that, shit. Yeah, I, right. I don't know. There's nothing that comes on cable that I'm like overly obsessed with to keep it anymore. Well, the only thing mine is, is football. 
but that's only. But you can you can get that on streaming services and stuff. You can go Hulu or uh, what's the other one? I think yeah, I think even maybe like a uh, Peacock and stuff. A lot of the NBC, NBC shit. Pluto TV. It. Yeah, that's like there's 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 tons of shit on that. Tons of shit. The best part is, is like it's like TV. It's like a scrolling menu. Yep. You just like. I, hate, I suck at picking things to watch. Oh, God. So I just scroll on the fucking Netflix, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes, like, uh, me watching Netflix is an hour and a half of yeah. searching. <laughs> fucking searching. And then I go to bed, and I ain't watch shit. Yeah, I do, too. I'll, like, flip through it, and I'm like, God, what do I want to watch? What do I want to watch? And I'm like, fuck it. You know? Like, everyone's just going to bed. Fuck it. You think they, like, design it that way, you know? So they Maybe. Don't, uh, dude, I'll tell you what. If they did design it that way, they achieved it. They don't want you eating up their bandwidth. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. I just want you to scroll on their shit, like because I do the same <laughs> fucking thing. They're like they're man. using our app. They're using. They were on our app for four hours. They didn't watch shit, but it's good. They were on our app. Yeah. But you know what I do? This is what I do. I go to uh, Amazon Prime, go to the live, and it'll just replay old shows over and over live. Mm-hmm. And I go down to Top Gear and hit fucking play. And if you more than likely to come in my house, uh, the BBC with Jeremy Clarkson, Top Gear is going to be on my TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have fishing shows going on all the time. It's just like bass fishing, yeah. bass fishing, bass fishing. <laughs> That's it. But uh, I think uh, me and Scott's got a mission. What? We're going to do it this summer. I think we're going to fucking document it and everything like a TikTok kind of deal. We are going to Europe to try to meet Jeremy Clarkson. This <laughs> what? That's a goal. It is. Like, I'm going to totally try. do it. You know what I mean? Fuck, <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah. Hell yeah. We, we've been talking about it for a couple months now. But fuck it. Why not? Might as well, man. Fuck it. You might end up doing it. <laughs> the rules of the road, man. You might meet the man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so can I can I can I have a ride? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a fucking uh, four wheel drive Bentley that's lifted and painted green and got a snorkel on it. I want to drive that motherfucker, man. <laughs> got a snorkel. A snorkel? Yeah, dude. You gonna yeah. drive it into the water? Yeah. Well, Is whatever, that what we're talking about? Whatever he'll let me do, you know. Like okay. he might not even let me sit in it. He probably won't. He'll be like, hey, "What the fuck are you talking about? You're not driving my Bentley." Get the fuck like, out of here! Get the fuck out of my face! It reminded me of the old Batmobile when seen at the at the, uh, I guess at the beach, one of those crazy amusement things. It's got the old Batmobile and you just go and walk and seen it. I don't know why I just thought of that, but I wanted <laughs> to drive that motherfucker like. Dude, who don't? Which one was it? Do you know which one it was? The old school one. Like, uh, like Michael old Keaton? school, like no, Keaton fuck no, or like older, like like back in the day, day. What's like, that guy saying? Back in the day, back. In oh, the day. you talking about um? Fuck. Yeah, that guy. The one, Adam West. Adam West. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one with the open. Yeah, that one. I remember they brought that car down to the motherfucker was purple. Maybe like seven or eight, and I was so disappointed because I thought it was going to be the Michael Keaton one. And we get there and I see that, I'm like, God damn, is this shit? Let me see that mellow yellow car, please. Come on. I will go out and just say, like, I think the Michael Keaton Batmobile is the fucking best. Is that like Batman Returns? No, that's well, yeah, yeah. Batman Returns, Batman. They he had the same car in both movies. Yeah, he did. 
I don't know, man. I think my favorite one out of all of them was probably the fucking the more realistic. Dark Knight one. Rises, dude. That thing was Fuck a fucking that. beast. Fucking beast. It was a fucking three wheeler. Do you ever ride one? <laughs> no. They kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they did away with them. <laughs> That's what I would. I see those things driving down the road. I was like, there goes the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be orange and shit. I'm like, well, okay, it's a Batmobile. That's fine. <laughs> You can't I tell see. me what I believe. I miss that. I want to go to the beach real bad. That's, I think that's. Do you have a favorite? I, I'm, Wilmington has been really good to me lately. Wilmington, Surf City, North Carolina, right there. Uh, it's getting the season. It's time to go down there. There's a lot of money to be had down there. Playing as a, a ghetto musician, people. There's not a lot of money around the Appalachia. Not a, a lot of cash just floating around in people's pockets, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, not as much as down south, that's for sure. Uh, and also, you got it's population density, too. Oh, Lord. You yeah. know, like, yeah. there just ain't as many fucking people here to to have cash flow like that. That's like, well, I travel, uh, well, even when I was up in fucking Cleveland this last week, like, just the population density is ridiculous. You know, it'd be hard to open a restaurant and not make money. Just so many fucking people. People want something, not stand in line for 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then I travel to uh, Louisiana and Florida. And it's just, everywhere you go, it's so much more developed than here. You know? It's, but I think we have a like a historic outlook. We want to keep it the same. That's you know, yeah, backwards yeah, we, in a lot of ways. But and we definitely keep it the same with our fucking tax policies. Hey, hey, New businesses don't want to set up. But that's why whenever you drive across, you drive across the border in Ohio, businesses everywhere. Drive across the border in Virginia, businesses everywhere. I thought our logo was open for business. Now, they changed it back to Wild and Wonderful because they realized we wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said Wild and Furry, furry, and, furry and wonderful, or something like that. I thought that was kind of funny. Furry and wonderful. These old timers and honky tonks—they say some strange things. They've been regurgitating throughout the years. <laughs> Don't quite make sense anymore. <laughs> what's what? your What's your favorite place around here? Like that you that you go? Do you have one? Like, what do you mean to go play or just to yeah, go to go play? Fayetteville's Fayetteville's got it going on generally around here. Uh, the burrito bar, we have a good time there. Anytime we play there, it's completely full of people, like probably two, three hundred people. Really? And it's it's cool whenever we show up and they're waiting for us to play. You know what I mean? It's not like halfway through the second set, everybody just kind of staggers in or whatever. Like they're waiting at the start. So do you get to play your shit? Yeah. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, like... We have enough material to play, you know, probably two nights solid, just like all our original stuff. But we know so many cover songs, it just makes it fun to just play songs for people. And so we know, like, have uh, a good time with it. We've had a few uh, really talented people on here that have original music and they don't get to play it because they play this area yeah. and everybody wants to hear covers, covers instead of. <clears throat> So They're just cool. not as hard headed as we are. Yeah, well, no, it's cool that y'all get to play your <laughs> play your music. That's cool as fuck. 
there's a the balance between what the people want and what we want to do you know and you find that and everybody has a good time right you know it's it's not all the same thing ever it's never the same thing even the same song two different nights we generally if we have like a three night run we won't repeat songs like over the three nights so that whenever we go to the next spot hopefully the next people will follow us to the next spot and we'll play a whole other new thing for them and then they'll go to the next spot and we'll have another whole thing right and it's easier if we're playing with other bands so if we have to play the whole night it's you know it gets spread thin a little bit but yeah we do a pretty good job y'all want to come check us out at thekindthieves.com archibaldjohnson.com it's called a plug <laughs> it's called a plug I definitely would man I'd like to look at y'all's schedule and come check you out see what's up because uh, one of the musicians I talked to on here Jonah was talking about how talented y'all are yeah. Jonah Carden yeah. Yep. yeah yeah. he plays in a, well Colby's got a bunch of other side projects and they just played at the theater on Friday night it's called Brain Haze uh, you, know, you guys ever heard of the uh, the Wearing Hands? They're a local band. Mm-hmm. I like them. They're, they're young cats. I suggest you should probably hit them up and come over here and fuck with them. Yeah, the only uh, I think what the Switch is probably the only younger people we've had on yeah. so far. Yeah, we played with them. Yeah, they were good kids. Mm-hmm. The Switch was. Yeah, the Wearing Hands are a bunch of punks. They're doing it right. I'll look up. I'll look them up for sure. Yeah. But we got almost an hour in. We didn't even talk about Mad Bowls. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Or the bowling alley. We're doing real good. (laughs) I think I'm not spilling all the shit I can spill about the bowling alley. I don't know. (laughs) The bowling alley. That was after me. No. I was just I was already fucking in the mines trying to no. get life. Well, I don't know how old you are. I 40. was like, okay, you might have been in the mines. Yeah, you, know? you were in the mines back then. I was because like the way it was, I was <clears> at the bowling alley. I was on the league at that bowling alley. And ended up having to quit that league because I went in the mines, and right after that is whenever all the shit with the bowling alley started. That kind of okay, yeah. You know, her running to every now and then is Opie. Who Opie? Oh, yeah, he was on here. John Cody Cole, he's on the show, yeah. Nice, yeah, he's been on here. Uh, I'd have to look up what episode it was, but yeah, we talked about wrestling and all kinds of old school shit. Yeah, that's really cool. He was on here, yeah. He wants to come back on, yeah. I have to have him back on. I'll talk to him, fuck yeah, dude. But yeah, it's, wrestling's funny. I keep telling people Archibald Johnson is my wrestling name. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's a made up thing. It's like from my ego. That's another okay. thing. What was your intro music, man? Hmm? What's your intro music? Intro music? Yeah. Like you, well, I don't, John, I was, what's Archibald Johnson's <clears throat> intro music, man? Mm. Is it banjos? I don't know. <laughs> banjos. I never really thought about that. I, I, I'd never be a wrestler, really, but it's just, I think it's funny because it's, it's, Dude, just, mine it's just my is, ego, I know really. Mine. Like, I know What's my intro music. It's fired up by fucking uh, Black Label Society. Uh, no fucking doubt. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> no fucking doubt. First of all, I done thought about that shit. It's been on my mind for years. <laughs> Man, if I would have went a different path and I got so fucking fat. <laughs> shit. You ever see Hacksaw Jim Duggan? Yes, <laughs> goddamn. Come on, <laughs> Hmm, I'll tell you what. It'll be too late, but, you know, I'm playing music tomorrow night at the bar. And the next night. And the next night. And the night after that. Just about every fucking night of the week forever. So, if you ever see my name, Archibald Johnson, you just come see me. What are you playing at tomorrow night? I'll be at uh, the Mad Hatters Club. Mad Hatter and Beckley. In Beckley. It's uh, Stephanie's birthday party, the owner. Uh, Thursday, I'll be at Maggie's in Fayetteville. Friday, I'll be in Lexington, North Carolina. The High Rock Outfitters, and uh, Saturday I'll be in. Where is that place? Beaufort? No, that's not. That's not right. We're in Hampstead, Ham Hampstead, North Carolina. This place like a it's a golf resort, bar, outdoor thing. And then Tenth uh, Street and Surf City on Sunday. Then I'll come back home. <laughs> Dude is on the grind. No shit. Fuck. And then Roanoke the next week, and then back to the beach in Beaufort on the Saturday, and then I might not come back for a couple of weeks because why should I? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Live your life, bro. So you might see me at the beach in a couple of weeks when this comes out. I don't know when you, what your timeline's like, but oh, it'll be out today. So. Hell yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll have it out. Today. I like streamlining things. Like, boop, then it's like whatever. And we are Try Not To Get Sued. Check us out on Facebook under Try Not To Get Sued. Email us, try not to get sued at Gmail. Thanks for listening if you listen.